My life. Oh, my life. Michael, what's wrong? Everything's wrong. The stress of my modern office has caused me to go into a depression. Depression? Isn't that just a fancy word for feeling bummed out? Dwight, you ignorant slut. Depression is a very serious illness. Over 32,000 people commit suicide every year, according to a 2004 study. Listen, you don't call the reigning champion an ignorant <laughs> slut. The ignorant <laughs> slut is your snake. And I'm the weasel. And this is the weasel <laughs> podcast. Welcome back. You know what? <laughs> yeah, you ignorant slut. So, yeah, exactly. You know what? You don't. You know who else you don't call it ignorant slut? Who? Pal? The eight and O champion, leading guy of the league. He is untouched, untouched. Yeah. Oh, we have a, such a great pod. I'm sorry we missed you last week. Um, Unfortunately, the weasel still undefeated yeah. after two weeks of a hiatus. Yeah, two weeks of a hiatus. Yeah, Snake. Why don't you run through week seven real quick? Just see where we're at, so we can rip right into week eight. Yeah. So run I mean, through. I mean, like it was a big week, but I mean, we, we got to cover two weeks, so I'm gonna just blaze through it. Um, I think biggest game of the week. Teddy and I came in tied for second. That was a big game, absolutely game of the week. Uh, yeah, I beat Teddy one thirty four, one twenty six, really close one. I am in second. Um, uh, diabetes boy, uh, Jake Kerr, who we said had one of the worst teams, well, like a bottom three team. Yeah, he put up 152 in Week 7, and he slapped uh, Zach, uh, D1's finest Z, um, the worst team in the league. Yeah, a little side note, too. I mean, a little a little side game of the week. I mean, Nick Barden was 4-4, four and four, and so was Matt Higgins. At least I'm trying, and they had a nail-biter, and Matt Higgins just pulls away 143-141. to 141. Absolutely. Huge, huge win. I that. mean, looking ahead, those teams are both 4-4, four and four, and, like, I think – I think uh, a couple four and four teams are at the the sixth spot for playoffs. So I mean, in this week, um, both for Nick and Matt, even though they um, even though Nick lost, they both had one forty plus, and they're both on the hunt for the playoffs. So this is pretty big for them. Yeah. Side note: Week seven, uh, <laughs> Mike Higgins, New Jersey Jockstraps slaps Babs boys. Um, one forty two to fifty nine. <laughs> they were both one and five in week seven as well. One, they were both one and five. It, it knocked the commission down. To one and six, um, in a pretty humbling way, he lost by eighty. So that's pretty bad. Yeah, we absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah. Also, <laughs> another great, another great tidbit that put me at uh, seven and zero. Oh. Uh, I played Proc Mooney's jockstrap, and guess how much I beat him by to put me at seven and zero oh? point seven. It was 0.7 seven points to put me at. Uh, Seven and no, I beat him one eleven point six to one ten point nine. Um, you know, slap dick. I, I you know I didn't even play my defense because I didn't want to risk the negative points. Um, <laughs> that was the last uh, of Brees Hall. Too uh, the shredded ACL. That was the shredded ACL game right there. Uh, week seven, uh, rip. So yeah, yeah. Fuck off, proc. Uh, slap dick. Point seven. Hey, and then um, the the last game from week seven, I want to briefly touch on which. Um, applies to a narrative that we'll talk about a little bit more later. Um, Brandon, um, who at the time was three and three, beat uh, Bodie, who at the time was four and two, ninety-seven sixty-two. Yeah. Um, you know, Brandon taking advantage of a team with a horrific amount of points. Four. Keep that in mind as we go forward. But 
I mean, Bodie had a lot of injuries. I mean, there was a lot of reasons why his team didn't perform, but I mean, Dalvin still Bach, 62 points. Barely played, you know, just like everyone. I mean, I think the big thing is, is Lamar Rhodes took a step back that week, only having 10. I mean, 62 points, I mean, you, you're never winning if you don't put up over 80. I'm so, I'm period. If you don't put up over 80 points, you're not winning. You have a 0%. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so Almost I mean, zero percent. I mean, unless the other team is going to somehow get less than 60, which happens literally. Once a year for that one team, and maybe happens that one time for it's that. It's a year. rare thing. It's a very rare thing. So I mean, him putting up sixty-two. Fuck yeah! I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, we'll we'll talk about luck, but when we go towards some of the um, the the all season stats that Bue's been putting out in terms of Brandon's team, but we'll save that for a little. Yeah. Later. So I mean, that's your week seven. I mean, Snake, tell us where we're at after week seven with our. Uh, Standing, so we can r- jump right right into week eight. Um, I don't think I can. Possibly we can do, do that. that. So we're sorry, everybody. We can't. We can't give you that information. So why don't we slide right? <laughs> why Why don't we slide right into week eight? You know what? I definitely could have, but it just would would have taken a lot of like looking back at weeks. It just let's just skip over that and talk about week eight. I mean, and if then, I, then if I can pull this up it. within two seconds on our fantasy app here i can see from last week's perspective yeah so so like while you look i mean um uh, after week seven or before week seven uh the weasel had said that like there's a definitive top six teams i mean like that like wasn't what 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 came to pass do you have it on the on the chart there yeah i have um numbers one through uh eight here based off of our uh um Spots. There's more parity than we thought two weeks ago. So, yeah. So, so after last week, before this week that just happened, what were the standings? It was me at first, you at second, Teddy at third, Matt at fourth, Bodie at fifth, Brandon at sixth, Nick at seventh, Jake at eighth, Mike at ten or no, Proc at ninth. I'm sorry, I skipped right over that. Jake at eighth, Proc at ninth, Bra- uh, Mike at tenth, Zia eleventh, and Buse and last. Terrible. Terrible. Um, thanks, Kamish. Yes, thanks, Kamish. And you know what? I I think that if the injuries didn't happen, right, and we can never predict that, right? It was bound to happen. There was really no injuries the first like four. Weeks. I think we said three pods ago. I think we literally sat here towards the end of the pod, and we were that was just that was just the gorilla. And yeah, um, right. I think we just sat here on like two or three pods ago, and I think you said it right before we we went off the air, and you're like, just wait. We haven't had many injuries. They're coming. And no buys. And no buys. Like, there's a lot of things. And I think that the best teams are still the best teams, but they were affected by injuries the most. Bodie's team. I mean, you see Michael Pittman going out. You see Amon Ra going out. Dalvin Cook's been in and out each week. Keenan Allen didn't play for three to four weeks. Like, those are all of his guys just being out. Teddy. Swift has been out for four weeks. He's just coming back. I, I mean, traded him Jamar. Jamar's now out four to six, six weeks. weeks. Like, there's so many. You had Brees. Brees goes down. I mean, I have Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown goes down. Debo, we'll talk about that later. Debo is down now. So I'm not saying that the best teams are still not great. I'm just saying that the best teams are just experiencing a little bit of the injury bugs. I'm not saying that they're no – like, I took back my statement. I said in the chat. I still I think now with the injuries, more people have a chance than I thought that they did before. But I'm saying if the injuries didn't happen, like we can't predict when I made the statement before, I think those great teams are still great. Yep, sure. So obviously I take it back because injuries came into play, and now those teams have better teams than some of the teams. Like, Teddy, like Teddy's team isn't that great now with the injuries, Jamar being out. 
he yeah, he, he has to struggle for a flex every year. You know who doesn't have the, or not every year, every week. You know who doesn't have the struggle for a flex every week? Mike, who sits for two games back from Teddy and who is in Mike's in sixth place and Teddy's in third. Yeah. In just two games back and Teddy has a worse lineup than Mike. There, there, there's a little bit, there's a little bit more of a wiggle room here now. Yeah, so I, I take back my statement, but I only take back my statement because of the injuries that have gone to that team, not because those teams have gone down because of their players' performance. It's just injuries that it's I never could have, that I never could have prepared for in the beginning. So that's my take. Fair. And then also <laughs> before we go into week eight, I, 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 I know what you're saying with the injuries and the buys. You know, I mean, we talked about it, so I'm, I'm with you there. Um, a quick trade before we talk about this week that just happened, week eight between week seven and eight. Mooney's jockstrap played uh, proc traded. Uh, at least I'm trying Matt Higgins. Um, so um, what was the trade? Mooney's jockstrap gave up Najee and Godwin. I forgot about this. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- this was kind of a big trade that like didn't get talked about that much. Um, so he traded Najee and Godwin to at least I'm trying Matt Higgins for Gabe Davis, your guy, and Ramondre, who literally was your guy. <laughs> I'm still very high on Ramondre. Sure. So, so, so I mean, so, so talking about the trade. So, I mean, Najee Godwin for Ramondre and Gabe Davis. Who do you think won or, and why? I think it's a push. And let me tell you why. Um, Ramondre's floor was great for the past three weeks. But now it's pretty much consistent back to uh, he's playing back and forth with Damian Harris. He's now a split-touch guy. We saw what he's capable of. He's definitely a great wide receiver one if Damian Harris isn't there. But he's healthy again. So in that backfield, he has to split. I'm sorry, but he has to. Okay? That's why I unloaded him because, okay, here we go. Harris is out. This is the best opportunity where I'm going to have to trade him. That's why I did. Personally, that's why I did it. Okay? And Matt Higgins did the same thing. He's like, okay, I got his use. I got the high points. Let's trade him while he's high. Okay, now proxy in the, a different pr- perspective, okay? Now, I think that in a vacuum, it's pretty much a push, but maybe proc wins, proc loses a little bit. I think the, f- the ceiling that Matt gains from it is greater than the ceiling that proc gains from it. Godwin, who else did he get? I'm sorry, I can't remember. Um, Godwin, Najee for That's what I'm saying. Najee. Davis and Ramondre. Although Najee hasn't been great, he has the capability of dropping 30, right? That that's facts, and he can do that for five weeks straight. Like he's he's the RB one. There's not really many people there. The offense is crumbling. You know, in the right moment, Najee could pop off for thirty a game, and that's just facts. But he also continued to could, could continue what he's doing of just getting barely ten. So that is why he's iffy, and that's why I think Proc unloads him for for Ramondre. But personally, I still take Najee. So I think that's why Matt wins a little bit because the ceiling of Najee is insane. Gabe Davis is a boomer bust guy. He's the Mike Williams of last year. That that's how I'm gonna say it. Like I think next this the next year after this, I think Gabe Davis will become more of like a like a in a game role. Like he'll become more of like Mike da- like Mike Williams is now. Like you know he he's less of a boomer bust. He's more consistent now because they're like okay this guy's good. Let's give him the ball more. But this is the year of the Gabe Davis boomer bust. This is the guy that, that that's just fat. This is just me. This is just how I'm seeing it. So I think Proc was is more of a gamble, saying like, you know what, fuck, maybe Ramondre can evens out, becomes the clear wide receiver, running back one, fills his gap, and Gabe Davis becomes less of a boomer bust and can and gets a higher um, floor. That's what I think Proc gets hit for it, but I don't think that happens. I think Matt gains both sides. I think Chris Godwin's a better wide receiver overall over than Gabe Davis. I think he wins that, and I think when you look at running backs, I think Najee beats him. I, I think it's fair. I mean, uh, I think um, I think looking at Proc's team, I think Proc's team looks a lot better after this trade. 
Um, and I, like, I think in, in a vacuum, it's close. But, like, when you look at Ramondre's numbers, I mean, Damian Harris, don't forget. I mean, like, um, he was limited two weeks ago, but last week he had 11 touches, and Ramondre still had 20. And what's not forget from 365 days from right now, Damian Harris is the reason why I got to the to finals last year. He was a, a clinch flex running back. I That's had fair. I had Mixon Kamara, Damian Harris. That third running back option, did he always give me 15-plus? Huge. That's fair. Huge. I, I think, like, looking at Prox team, I mean, Prox team now, um, for, for a variety of different reasons, looks good. But I think I'm more comfortable with Ramondre moving forward. I mean, almost definitively com- more comfortable with Ramondre moving forward than Najee Harris, even with Damian Harris there, though. Fair. Like, okay. Even, I mean, All right. Because, I mean, Tell I, me why. Because I think, like, if you look at Prox team, um, I mean, before this, um, he wasn't – he probably wouldn't even start Godwin. Because, I mean, like, Waddle's been, I mean, up and down, but really good when he's been good. Um, and then I mean, he's got Lockett in his flex, but I think the big thing is D Hop. I mean, D Hop came back from from the suspension, and I mean he, he's been a wide receiver one. He's at twenty one and thirty four, fourteen targets, thirteen targets, bro. Ten catches, twelve catches. That's wide receiver one numbers, which fills an unbelievable hole. Um, so he doesn't he doesn't really like he doesn't really need Godwin in a sense. Um, and then his, his backs are Aaron Jones, who's the nine back, and then Stevenson, who's the seventh. 20 and four straight weeks, and then he's got Josh fucking Allen as quarterback. I mean, I don't know. I, I think Proc, Proc could afford to maybe in a vacuum lose Godwin because I think he's paying that price um, for Ramondre Stevenson. So I you think th- Ramondre is good. So Ramondre is studly. I'm happy you say that because everyone hated on my Debo trade to Matt, and I think Matt that Matt won that trade immensely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone should apologize for saying that that was stupid. No, um, you're right. I, I, I think you're right. But regardless, I think I think you're wrong. I think Ramondre had his time, right? But with the split touches, I think he's still going to get 12, 13 a game. No dis- like I think that's still good quality numbers, right? I still think 12, 13 games is still quality numbers. I just think Najee's is going to do a little bit better. I think the Steeler offense is struggling. Kenny Pickett's trying to figure out his form, and I think that once he does. Everything is going to flourish, not as great as it once did. The line's bad there, though. It's really dude, bad. But you have to remember who he is, dude. He's not just—he's not just a running back. He's also the receiving back. He, you know, he's like right. He's not—he doesn't just play the running back role. He pops out. I mean, I think his only touchdown was a receiving touchdown this year. Which I mean, that's like not like that. Like that's kind of scary, though. You but I'm, I'm telling you, I would rather have the clear-cut number one guy from the Steelers getting all the reps for every position. When it comes to receiving back, when it comes to running back, even if he's going to get 13 touches, I'd rather have him than Ramanje, who's splitting touches, right? But he's not. But like, like he's not splitting touches. Oh, like, he is. He, he's their guy. I mean, like. He is giving up touches, but he is the definitive number one. Guy. Last year, he was not the guy. What? Okay, but, but but last year he wasn't doing what he's doing now. I understand, but he was the but whoa 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 no yes he was right. Okay. So you're telling me Ramondre had, had a week last week where he had 25 touches for 161 no, yards. No, because last year he was not the number one. Right, he was clearly not the number one. He was clearly the number two. Right, and I think he maybe has promoted himself to the number one of the team. But remember what Ramondre did last year. You had him on the team. I had Damian Harris. There were still two to three weeks where Ramondre put over 18 points. I don't remember which weeks, but he still got he did. He right? Did. right. So, like, if Damian Harris is there and can take away those points, that's a problem in the backfield for, for Ramondre. I'm not saying that he doesn't get his. I'm not saying that he's not capable. But when you have a guy that is there that could any given week take 
25 points from your running back and give them to himself is a problem. There is nobody. Well, Damian Harris hasn't done that this year at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think Damian Harris done anything close to that. Like, Ramondre has had 20 points four weeks in a row. Let me pull, I mean, up, let me pull, up, let me pull up Damian Harris's numbers. Uh, I'm telling you, I could be wrong. I mean, I think Brandon has him. Maybe I think Eckler's probably the only guy that you could say is about. Like, there's not a running back that's had 20, 20 plus points four weeks in a row. He had a lot of like Eckler and someone else. Let me tell you his points this year. Okay. Who, Harris? Yeah. In his first four weeks, 7.8, 16.7, 12.6, 15.4, and then the, and the injuries and the splitting started to come, and it got bad for him. And this is why we the, the switch happened. And this is where I agree with you, where Ramon Jay has become the clear cut number one. He's went from four attempts for 11 yards for 2.2, ass. He's no longer the number one. Week seven, he went for three attempts for eight yards, 2.0. Clearly not the number one, right? But this past week, in the eight, week eight with Ramondre, he got 11 attempts, 37 yards, 7.2. I'm not How saying— How many catches did he have, though? Because this oh. is where it gets, like, like oh, absurd. Only one, only, only one or two. Well, he has one to two per game. Well, gets- see, the, this thing for Ramondre is catching the ball. So, so this past week, he had 16 touches on the ground, which is five more than Damian Harris. He had eight targets and seven catches for 72 yards. The, the receiving thing, we talk about it all the time, where it's like— I mean, I know Derek. Nah, she has that though. Like your argument to the reason why Ramondre is greater than Damian Harris, Najee has that, and then he also gets the touches in the back. But the line is not good. You're and right. The offense is 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 not good either. Correct. I mean, I just I mean, like I'm telling you though, Ramondre once Ramondre healthy, I'm 100% taking over Najee. But Ramondre having to split at least in the in the past at least when like Damian Harris when he's healthy he's having to get at least averaging 8 touches per game so he's going to have to relieve at least 8 of his touches to Damian Harris Najee's never doing that I, I mean like I understand what you're saying about like the, the, the lack of someone eating away some carries but even with um even with uh Damian Harris eating at those carries I mean Ramondre still had 16 rushes and 7 catches. That's 23 to Damian Harris' 11. I mean, I know it's some. Do you say that... But, but like, he's even... He's still doing more than Najee is I now. Swear, okay, do you say that Najee and Ramondre are close? A push? Or Ramondre clearly wins? I, I mean, right now until the end of the year, I want Ramondre, like... Like not guaranteed, it's stupid. It's even close, ass, but it's like it's close, but Ramondre. I pr- like like oh like it's I okay. Say it, you it's can not, say it. it's not that close. You think it's clearly I, it's I okay. Almost definitively Ramondre. Personally, okay. I just right. do. Maybe, right. Then maybe then we have a difference because in my opinion, I see Ramondre Najee a little bit in front of Ramondre. I'd say a little bit Ramondre's favor. Okay, and then I see the other part of the trade: Gabe Davis or Godwin. I think Godwin clearly takes that. Even though like Gabe Davis can drop forty on every given week, it's clear that Godwin's going to get at least ten. Gabe Godwin's Davis been consistent, right? So, in my opinion, I think Godwin clearly makes that. So, in my so when I'm looking at the trade, I see okay, close, close, not close, and not close. So, who wins that one side of it being close, close, and not close? close? I mean, have you looked at Najee's numbers, bro? Wait, I want you to guess his season high. Oh, it's probably 13, 14. Yeah, his season high is 13.9. But can I ask one question? And this is yeah, like, you can right? Ask. Running backs who are who are the running back one of their offense, I say personally get around 7 to 8 tutties a, a year. That's just average, okay? No, the, 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 that's like a random number. That, no, that no, doesn't mean anything. No, that's I'm just looking at the roughly average across the league. I'm just looking at numbers across the league. But like that's like a guess. Like I know you don't know that number. Like I that's just out of your ass. You want me to pull it up? I'll pull it up right now. Yeah, because it's not that. 
Okay. Well, what but, uh, is I, I the like what average touchdowns of a wide rec- running back one? Probably like five. And now she has one. Or like the past few years, three. Top two running backs options. You ready for this? Please. Okay. The top 12 running backs. Well, and I'll go into d- deeper detail. The top 12 running backs among fantasy last year averaged 12.4 touchdowns per year. 12. No, bro, wait, wait, wait. What's the number? Last year, the top 12 running backs averaged 1,466 combined yards, 44.17 touches, and 12.4 touchdowns, where it works out to 263 fantasy points in a full PPR league, 16.57 points per week. I'm reading you that stat from last year. And I just went down four touchdowns to give you the average, roughly, of the running back ones, because not every one's in the top 12. Well, but like even with the point you're saying right now, Najee currently has three touchdowns. That's right, right. I, I agree with you. I'm not trying to say that he's going to pop off, but I'm just saying roughly he's due for five more. I'm not saying he's going to hit it, but I'm saying by averages he's due for five more, and he hasn't gotten them si- though. Right, right. Like when I was watching Joe Mixon the first four weeks, he didn't get a tutty. So you know what I bet on in week five for him to get a tutty, and you know what happened. He got the tutty. Like when running back, that's what I'm trying to say is when running back ones haven't hit, they're going to. They're running back ones. They get the ball enough. They will hit. Najee is is roughly supposed to get eight eight tutties this year. He's only gotten three. But, 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 but like, <laughs> what, like, what does that say about Andre? Are you saying he's only due to get, what, two more because no, he has six? No, we both agree that Najee has had a great year so thus far. I think he... Ramondre. Right, Ramondre. That's what I said. Did I not say Ramondre? You said Najee. It's okay. No, I no, I saying. Right. I, 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 we both agree that Ramondre's had a great year thus far. I think he, at the minimum, will average out what he was supposed to get, if not more. So, like, if he was supposed to get four in his last eight games, he's minimum going to get four. He might get more, but but like he like but I just, I'm telling I, you, I, I don't get. I, you can look at a guy that's had twenty in five out of the last six weeks, and a guy that's never had over fourteen, and say that like oh like like the bell cow. Your 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 same exact reasoning from before. Ramondre and Najee, Najee's the bell cow of his back. He's the only back, dude. Like but but, but, but like that doesn't mean anything if you yes. can't produce. I, I mean yes, it, you're right. Like, I'm not trying to say that Najee's better than Ramondre. I agree with you. I'm trying to say it's a lot closer than I than you think it is. I'm just disagreeing on that part. I think that Najee and Ramondre are a lot closer, like comparative to running back, even though the numbers aren't showing it. Like, like if if somebody if I had Najee and somebody said, "Yo, Ramondre for Najee straight up," I'm not taking that. No. Right, but then you're sitting here and saying that Ramondre is clearly better than Najee. So why aren't you taking that? Or no, I, I'm, if I have Ramondre, I'm not taking that. Oh, like I'm sitting here saying, like if I if had you Najee, Najee, you're not taking Najee for Ramondre. That's personally me. No, I'm not. I mean, I just feel like, like, like I mean, based off of last year, and you can't just say one year. Like, yeah, maybe like this one year is not doing great. Ramondre also put up bombs last year too. But you just said like two minutes ago that he, like he. Like he, you literally said like, "Why you do that twice?" Like you weren't saying that as a, like an argument for yourself last year. Wait, well, 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 yeah, but like last year, like Drew, he has twenty points five out of the last six weeks. Give me a running back that's done that other than probably Austin Eckler. Oh, I agree. He's been great. I'm just telling you right now, based off the numbers of how many t- times the ball is in their hands in the offense which surrounds them, like. 
he is not even the only guy in that offense that they'll give the ball to. Like when it comes to the running back status, when it comes to the Steelers, I can't even tell you who the running back two is. I don't even know who the fuck it is. Like it just doesn't matter. Like like if you're like if you have the ball a bunch of times, if you're just gonna get stuffed anyways, though. I, I just don't understand. Like, Chat. I hope people listen. Would you take Ramondre if you own not Najee? If someone offered you Ramondre Stevenson this year, and you can say it, you can disagree with me, it's okay. The snake disagrees with me. If I have Najee and someone offers you Ramondre Stevenson for Najee straight up, are you making that trade? Yes or no? That's that's a great question. But also, like, even though you're saying Najee's a bell cow, like him and Ramondre have pretty comparable touches in terms of like like receptions and rushes. Combined. But take away the last three weeks because Ramondre was the one when Harris is out. So let's just take away their first four weeks, right? Let's just talk about the first four weeks. Because no, but 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 you can't talk about the, the, the with Ramondre. You can't talk about the first two weeks because it started I, to pop off. I, but that's the thing, though. The you only reason the only re- the only reason why he popped off is because Damon Harris was hurt. But now Damon Harris has been back and he's still putting up twenty points a game. But, that's but he, my point. But he hasn't been back. The, the, the first week a player is back, you cannot consider. Or, or, or Damian Harris was back last one week. week. Or had twenty right. again. It, Correct. He had Thirteen more touches in one week. But that's what I'm trying Damian to say. You can, healthy. Thirteen you can, more touches. You cannot. One. You cannot make an assumption based off of a player coming back one week after an injury. Tua Tagovailoa, after his first week after his injury, did not perform clearly to his potential where he performed the next week. Like. After the injury, there's but, there is a clear step. You can't step. compare quarterbacks. You can't compare quarterbacks because running backs like I'll, I'll compare. I'll compare. I'll, com- I'll compare in any position. When you have a person that's coming off an injury during the season, they get injured. They take a couple weeks off. They come back. That first game is always a catch up game. What about the second game? The second game is when they come back. Oh, Damian then Harris. Then had 13 more touches than him. That was he had the, 20 You points. just said it was the first game. This is the first week that Damian Harris has been back, not the second. So if the second why week, would they give Damian Harris more touches it, like this no, next no, no, week? Listen, and listen, so much listen, better. listen, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Ramondre was the running back one for two weeks while Damian Harris is hurt. This past week when Damian Harris was hurt, Ramondre also got twenty. I agree. Damian Harris was healthy and Ramondre still got health, still got twenty points. I agree with that. But what I'm trying to say is when a person's unhealthy and he comes back healthy, the first week at which he comes back healthy is his least performing week. He's getting back into the offense. They're not even gonna let him be in his full reps because they're trying to still baby that injury. The second week which is the week coming up, the one that we don't know, what I'm trying to say, is the one that's definitive, right? If Ramondre drops 20 points again, it is clear and cut that Damian Harris is now the number two. But if Damian Harris comes back after the – after being back in the offense, after being healthy in the reps, after knowing everything again, there is nothing setting him back. If he's he's bounced back the way he did weeks one through four, which is the one I'm trying to compare – then what you're saying is void. But in I, week three, in, in in week three, when Damian Harris was healthy, um, there was a week where he had twelve and Ramondre had twenty-one. So, so this also happened even before Damian Harris got hurt. Even before Damian Harris got hurt, and those guys are both healthy. Ramondre still out. And just him. like now, sometimes Kareem Hunt outscores Chubb. It doesn't mean that Kareem Hunt's better than Chubb. Okay, um, Damian That's Harris is not say. Nick Chubb. Correct, but I'm Damian just trying Harris to say is, is uh, uh, every once in a while the backup. Will perform better than the number one. But Ramon, okay, okay. That's what I was saying. Ramondre is better than Damian Harris, bro. Correct. I agree. Okay, so, so then you can't compare Ramondre to Cream Hunt because Cream Hunt is not better but than I'm just, I was giving you the example of why you said to me, well, look at right here. Ramondre outscored Damian Harris, right? Even when they were both healthy. I'm trying to say to you that that sometimes still happens, right? 
that sometimes still happens. Like Kareem Hunt will still outscore Chubb, even though they're both healthy. That will still happen. Like I'm saying, 16 weeks, nobody gets hurt, right? Let's say Damian Harris is the clear cut number two for all 16 weeks. I still think Damian Harris outscores Ramondre three times because that just happens. Just like okay. just like in Cleveland. Just like in Cleveland. But 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 we're also like you have to talk about Najee, who with um no backup at all, Jalen Warren, rookie. Has still not scored over 14. I agree with you. But I'm telling you right now, Ramondre splitting touches with a healthy Damian Harris will never be able to drop 35 again. I don't know how you can just say that. I don't know how you can just like... I don't know how you can just say, yeah, that could happen, bro. When you're only getting 15 attempts a game and maybe receiving... 23 touches last week. That's touches. with Damian Harris being coming off the injury. You bro. just said you just said the second week he's back. So he hasn't week. been back. We don't know what this you is. just said. It, this, we've only said seen the first one. week. We've only seen the first week. We haven't seen no, the second. No, we've seen two. You're just discounting the first week as nothing. We, we've seen two weeks. We whatever you want to say. We've only seen this is the first Dam- week. This is the first week back this week. No, week it's eight. not. Go look at the fucking stats. Damian Harris had two points two weeks ago. Two points two weeks ago, or whatever it was, single digit points. Look at it. Look Dude, at for three because they were seeing how his injury was for three there it attempts. Is. He's like, come up with another excuse. Wait, but, but I'm like, telling you, last week he had eleven attempts. Rema- okay, and, and how Damian many attempts did Ramondre get? Last Sixteen week? on the ground and seven catches. He had That's what I'm trying more to touches. say. That's what I'm he had thirteen no, more. If, 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 that's if, a crazy Damian amount. Damian Harris had eleven. If Ramondre only got sixteen, that's five. And then, no, the receiving, bro. We're playing in a fucking PPR league. But I'm talking about just touches on the ground. No, like, but that doesn't fucking count. Oh, uh, my God. The, the, receiving, that's not the, only thing. the receiving touches might never happen again. That's, How do you know that? He's had eight targets in, in the last two I'm weeks. I'm just talking about running back status when I'm talking about the guy. No, bro, and you running cannot back just to, talk about ru- runners on the ground in fantasy football. There's no way. Especially in a PPR bro, league, you bro. have to talk about the receiving. If, if, my running you ba- cannot if my count. running back is dropping from 20 touches okay, to 11 Okay, so Christian touches. McCaffrey sucks because that's he doesn't get as many rushing That's not what I said at all, no, you're only you're saying you're only talking about rushing. You have to talk about the receiving. Are I am talking about receiving. No. I'm saying Najee, Najee Harrison. Listen to me. Najee Harrison. Who has can, that over 14? Uh, whatever. Can rush and receive. He is the number one. Token Ramondre. But he's not. But he's splitting touches on one of those things. Like, yes. Even splitting touches, he had 23 oh touches. My God. 16 on the ground and seven oh catches, bro. Oh, my God. Bro, bro, bro. So, so, so Ramondre has had, has had 20 points. Five times, and, and do you think Najee is gonna have, is gonna have twenty or more points five more times? And Ramondre is never gonna get over twenty like again for the rest of the year. So it's, uh, like Ramondre is putting up big fucking numbers consistently. N- Najee has to put up an unbe- not unbelievable, but like compared to what he's been doing, he has to put up. Over six more points than he's ever had. He has to put yeah. six more points over a season high. Yeah. Five more times. Oh. Yeah. Just to match Ramondre at 20. Can I ask you one more question? Then? Yes. So, to, so if, if this is the point. If we're going to average the point, right? You're going to point, make the push of my guy hasn't produced over a certain amount of numbers, a certain amount of time. Let's talk about Jonathan Taylor. Right? He's been hurt, Drew. Uh, for three weeks. Let's talk about when he's been healthy. 21 attempts, 71 yards, 12 points. That's what Najee's doing. How about this one? 20 attempts, 42 yards, 3.3 points. What do you want me to do? Another one? I he can had do a another... 30 bomb in week one. That's that, double that, Najee's. No, no, but, but, no, no, but listen, no, no. But listen. Najee hasn't even done it once. Bro. He, but he didn't hit 30. Najee has not done it once. But listen to me. He hit week one. He hit 28. And since then, hasn't gotten over 15. And he's still got 15, which is over Najee's. But that's what I'm saying. Najee's played every game. But if, but if you're talking, he's played every but game. Let's talk, he's underperformed. But, 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 he's probably but, outside the top but, 10 but, running backs. But I'm just talking about Jonathan Taylor and Ramondre Stevenson. No, Najee's. Let been, me, or, let or, me, or, let me, Jonathan Taylor was hurt. 
Let me. You're, you're talking about injuries with Damian Harris. You got to do the same thing for Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Who what? missed more time than listen, Damian Harris? Listen to me. Who listen, missed more listen, time? Listen to me. Listen to me. Okay. Listen, because the argument for why Najee isn't great is because he can't get over 15 points, right? But Jonathan Taylor, outside of week one, which was seven weeks ago, hasn't seemed to do that either. So then why would you value Jonathan Taylor over anything of that when you can't, when you can't value Najee over that? Yes. I agree that Najee can't get over 15 points this year, but like Jonathan Taylor last year and Najee last year, they were both capable. Jonathan Taylor did it one week, week one. Since then, hasn't been Which able to... Which is double. Najee has done it all year. But, but Najee hasn't even done it oh once. Oh my God. What has Najee shown this year do not even speak a word about last year what has he done this year that he can in a full a- slate of games he's played every single week and as high as 13.9 bro Jonathan taylor in in two less weeks of play with two less games has done that twice and one of those times doubles Najee harris's season total outside two of- less weeks outside imagine he played those two weeks imagine he wasn't hurt Bro, it, it, it's it's just a, like, honestly, looking through it, it's like a no contest. It's got to be Ramondre for the rest of the way. I do not understand how you could say it's not. Dude, 20, like, like, look it up. Who has had 20 points five out of the last six weeks? I'll, I'll look to see if Eckler's done it because I don't even know if Eckler's done it. I agree with you that Najee's been great. Or not Najee. Ramondre Stevens isn't great. I'm not, I'm not a hater of that. I'm just saying if a person approaches me and says, yo, you want Ramondre? Ramondre for Najee straight up. At any given week, I'm not doing that. That and that's just me. Just because he's the one and doesn't have someone behind him. Correct. And yeah, look at results. Be, be, but but that, but it, but then why? But listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. The the potential, right? Like let's say let's say this. What's 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 void? Let me pull him up his stats before I just fucking just start cranking something out. But I believe the stats. Let me let me pull it up. Let me pull it up before I get crazy here. Because I have a question for you after this, which is the same exact situation with different players, but I'm going to use the, the 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 reasoning that you're giving me. Okay. For the first two weeks, let's just talk about the – okay, I want to just talk about this, okay? Right? If, if, if I was looking and I saw Ramondre, right, let's just talk about the first two weeks, okay? If for the first two weeks, Derrick Henry got 21 attempts for 8.2 points, okay? Second week, he got 13 attempts. For 25 yards and 8.5 words. Let's just talk about the first two weeks, okay? I'm, I'm just trying. This is why I, I'm listening, I'm this, is why I rang, this is why I rang Najee, right? So for the first two weeks of the NFL season this year, Derrick Henry gets eight points both weeks. Let's say Ramondre gets 20 points those weeks, okay? Let's say that happens. Sure. For the first two weeks, Ramondre gets 20 points. If I see Ramondre gets 20 points and Derrick Henry gets eight points both weeks, do I still, at, do I still put Derrick Henry over Ramondre? Yes. But it's been, it's but let's, been let's, seven weeks, but, or eight uh, right? Weeks. But that's but this is regardless. This is why I still value Najee over Ramondre. Is because last year I saw something. Najee was clearly the guy, and yes, maybe the offense isn't clicking as much as it did last year. Maybe the defense is. Maybe that's why because the defense isn't as good as last year. There could be the off the line. You've been mentioning the line. The line's different. That's fine. Right, I I understand that, but with a guy that popped off as much as he did last year, with the touches that he's getting this year, with the receiving back options that he has this year, I have to put that value over a guy that's is splitting touches. Yes, he's the wide running back one for his team, clearly, and he's the running back one for receiving options, clearly. But when you have options to split, I can't take that over a guy that's not splitting at all and can cover both options. That is me. 
You can disagree. That's all I'm saying. Would you take Nick Chubb? So would you trade Nick Chubb for Damian Pierce? No. No, I would not. Nick Chubb is splitting touches with Kareem Hunt. The Danny only the number one back. because it's the, the same thing. It's no, the yes. same. Your yes. only argument is that is that is that they're splitting touches. But you have to look at the numbers. You cannot just look at the situation on the team. Well, if Jamar Chase was healthy, would you trade Jamar Chase for Brandon Cooks? What? Well, like, I'm I'm, try, I'm trying to give you an example of like guys that are splitting touches, but still putting up numbers. But you see, but the, but you're not giving me guys that popped off last year, previous this year. That's like giving me the guy that split last year that still popped off, and then the guy that's still splitting this year that's still popping off, or vice versa. Like a guy that didn't split and it's not splitting now and still popping off. You're not giving me a guy like that. You're not I giving me. Don't. You're not giving me a similar comparison. But but like, well, like, that's like we the, that, have enough of a sample size. Like, would you do? Would, he hasn't done it yet. Not like, I would do. I would do like Saquon, a guy that's not splitting touches, for a guy that is splitting touches, and Nick Chubb, even though they're producing the okay, same well, numbers. Okay, well, well that, but that they're not I producing do. the same numbers. But that's what I'm Ramondre, trying to say. Ramondre and Najee are not producing the same numbers. Not close. But not in fantasy, they're not. But when they're talking about, we're talking about this is a fantasy football podcast. That's what we're talking about. But fantasy I'm, football. That's what we talk about here on this pod, Drew. It's been fucking. Four seasons of this. This is all. This is what we talk about. I'm not talking about uh, fucking if we're building a roster to play a real NFL game. I'm telling you, if the I'm guy, the guy that has game, more potential. The, the guy, there? is that yes, what you want? Yes, in a real NFL game. But that's not what this pod's about. But I'm about trying fantasy. to tell you, the guy that's better overall, the guy that I'm like, mm, maybe not. I, if that's a better football player, maybe. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say here. Like that's why okay, I'm. That's but, like, why that I'm saying. Matter. This is that, about fantasy. That's what I'm trying to say. Is you're sitting here saying, okay, the better football player is clearly not better than the fantasy football player. I didn't say clearly. I said that's maybe. what you said. You you literally said here two minutes ago. I think it's pretty much definitely clear that Ramondre is better than Ramondre than in than fantasy football. Because that's what I'm telling you. About. I'm telling you that they're similar in NFL players. Listen. So therefore, even though they're not similar in fantasy football right now, they're probably going to even out. Because Ramondre's splitting touches and Najee's not. That's me. That's my take We're on it. We're talking about fantasy football. Numbers. I'm still talking, talking about numbers. it, bro. I'm bringing in the regular NFL game no, into my argument. That's the only reason uh, why I'm saying Najee Harris hasn't put up even close Oh, to my God. He's it's like talking or- to a fucking wall, bro. No, you say that, but, that, but like, that is what's talking to you is like. I'm talking about real... Actual numbers, not this fucking. I'm like, also he's talk- a better player. Real- I'm talking yeah, about the attempts. I'm talking about receiving back. You your guy, about- your guy gets less attempts in the running back slot than mine does per game. Overall, okay. Let's look at it all seven let's weeks. Let's look at it all seven weeks. Go ahead. No, no we can't look exactly. at it all seven exactly. weeks. Exactly. Exactly. Ramondre was splitting the first two weeks. Because and that's he's had the 20. problem. That's the problem. He's your guy is splitting. Your guy is splitting. That's the first two weeks, bro. Your guy is splitting regardless if it's the first two weeks, if it's the last two weeks. Your guy still has the option. To split, my guy doesn't have he the option. He has had split. twenty in the five oh the last my six fucking weeks. god! How, how are you denying that? How, how are you? Because Damian Harris is hurt. When Damian Harris is fully healthy, he has the option to split. If the backup for the Steelers is fully healthy, there is still no splitting. Najee is still getting the full fucking carries. I don't know what you want from me. He I don't put up less numbers with the. Full it doesn't. Carries. It doesn't matter what the fantasy numbers are. I'm talking about. Yes, it, yes, it does. Oh matter. my god, Drew, Drew, Drew. Okay, okay. If we're talking, talking about fantasy about? numbers, then Jonathan Taylor is the one of the worst running backs in the league. He was because, hurt for two weeks. Okay. 
Whatever. And so what Najee was not hurt at all. Okay, whatever. Najee's played every but single if, week. If we take away week one and then we talk about every single game that Jonathan Taylor was healthy in, there's been three games where he put under 10 through when he was fully healthy. That's not a good running back status. But I you, don't know what you want from me on that. That's not a good running back. You just made a point. That's not a good running back. If you, you put just up made three, the point about Damian Harris coming off injury. You just made a point. You, you, your whole crux of this argument is, is Ramondre's 20 two weeks ago was taken away because Damian Harris coming off injury. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor was coming off injury. Well, like, why does he not get the benefit of the doubt but Damian Harris does? Because Your arguments don't do you, make do you, any sense. That, Ramondre has put up 20 of, after the first two weeks. After the first two weeks. You're not getting what I'm saying. You're, no, you, I get what you're saying. That's like you're saying like Marquise Brown is a better wide receiver than D-Hop because when D-Hop was injured, Marquise Brown put about better numbers than D-Hop. That's not true. No, he, first of all, no, he didn't. But no, that's, he that's, did what, that's what you're trying to say here. Like, it, no, it doesn't make any sense. Like, just because there's a backup guy that's hurt, does that's why your player's playing better. Like, it, that that is a reason. When Damian Harris was is healthy, he's performed when less. Harris was healthy, he hasn't performed as well. That's facts. When, no, in the he had first two weeks, points. in he the had first twenty points in three weeks, when Damian Harris was playing, in every single if every single week, and Damian Harris is healthy, and you averaged out Ramondre Stevenson's numbers, it has been far worse than if you were to average out his numbers when Damian Harris was unhealthy. That is facts. I don't know how you say that's not an argument. So when in the first two weeks, farthest away from what we're talking about, when you're now, talking about the all the games, away we're talking, from talking about, about. So now. then I'm trying to say again, if you're using that argument, Jonathan Taylor's first games, which mean nothing because. Apparently that means nothing in my Ramondre, argument now. No, because Ramondre <laughs> started as the backup. He started. Jonathan Taylor did not start as the backup. Exactly. Ramondre so he started. He as didn't the backup. start as the backup, and he's failed since then. And Ramondre, like I don't. Ramondre know. has failed since then. He has twenty points. No, Jonathan no Taylor, running back Jonathan, in the league has done that. Jonathan Taylor. So he had a great week one. Has failed, flunked since then. How can you mark him as still a top five back if like, he hasn't performed? But, as but, but, but like, you're talking about Jonathan. Taylor. I'm talking about numbers. I'm talking about Jonathan Taylor. Has talk not, about Najee Harris. Talk about Najee Harris compared to Ramondre Stevenson. I'm talking talk about, about that. I'm talking about that. Yes, right now, point for point, Ramondre's better. But I'm talking about opportunity per opportunity. Najee Harris has more opportunities per game to be better. That's fact. He has not done as much. That's fine. And he's not. I done agree. As much I agree with you. That's fine. When Ramondre, but when I'm telling you, when a guy has more opportunities to be better, I like that more than a guy that has been better with the opportunities that he's been given. That's me. I just don't understand. Because I, I saw Najee last year taking full that. advantage of those opportunities. That was last year. Right. And if we're talking about last year only and comparative to this year, Jonathan Taylor has not been a top five back. Stop talking about Jonathan Taylor. But I'm just trying Stop to put, I'm Jonathan trying Taylor. to make it into equilibrium. No, like, I'm just not. trying to get it's, you to it's understand. Not the same like, at if all. you're trying to put numbers it's not the same at if all. you're trying to put numbers into argument, Jonathan Taylor has not been a top five back, so we can't rank him as that. So therefore Okay, Drew, like like you can't bring John like Jonathan Taylor does not equate onto either of these guys. He's I'm been, he's tired. The high you, you're not. You're not. You're not understanding. No, even I, when no, he was no. healthy, bro, he hasn't performing when he's been healthy. He's been healthy for four weeks. Th- three out of those four weeks, he has not performed. So when we're talking about four weeks of a guy that was supposed to be the best back, if he's the best back, he should perform. Three out of the four, he hasn't done that. He hasn't done what you, like what he's supposed but, to do. But like that doesn't equate at all to, to Najee not scoring above fourteen. But I'm trying to say is even what I'm trying to say is when they're still good. And even though they haven't been performing the way that they should have, they're still good. Like Jonathan Taylor, yes. He hasn't been performing great. He's still trying to fuck Taylor. Still getting all the touches. Still being the guy. He's still ranked as a ride running back number one through five. I still give him that, even though he hasn't performed. That's what I'm trying to say. Najee's the same way. Najee has not been performing. Not has gotten over 15. I get that. 
I still rank him as a run, running back. But Ramondre has performed. I agree, but I don't rank Ramondre as a top ten running back. I don't. That's so. Uh, it, That's me. Up. That's bro, me, bro. Bro, I, three weeks ago, we, that, we literally I, we may even made a bet, or, or, or like you were like you were so high on Ramondre. He, he might he that. might finish in fantasy top ten. You but just, you just moved the goalposts. No, 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 no. You can't not sit here and tell me that Ramondre that you'd rather have. Najee, that reminds you, bro. There's no fucking way. There's no way. Bro. You're it, not getting what I'm saying. No, I'm you're not, getting you're what not, you're saying. You're not grasping There is a saying. reason. There is a reason that, that Proc traded not just Najee, but Najee and Chris Godwin for Ramondre Stevenson. Chris Godwin has had double-digit points every single week in, in the last six weeks. There are, there's things he's been Want to make a bet? For the rest of the season, I think Najee will average more points than Ramondre. Average? Yeah. Because through the next six games, I'm not talking about one game that get that Ramondre gets 60 or Najee gets 60. I'm talking about the next six games. What's most important? I think until the end of the regular season, you think Najee averages more points. Like I said, I'll put fifty dollars. I'll put a hundred right now. Shake my fucking hand. Shake my hand. Hundred dollars. All right. Shake That's my a hand. shake. Hey, hey That's pot a shake. Pot that is a shake. There's a hundred dollars on that. Hey. I hope Najee drops fucking eighty. I I cannot wait. I cannot wait until Ramondre continues to pop the fuck off. I cannot wait. I love Ramondre, and I'm wait. not going to say I want my $100 in $1 bills. Me too. In $1 Our bills. Me too. We haven't even talked about fucking, about week. We're <laughs> 45 minutes, minutes in. in, bro. All right, let's, let's fly. <laughs> let's, let's fly here. <coughs> Yo, we, we talked about before the pod how we wanted to make this quick, and we just ran over 35 minutes about the stupidest trade. About Najee and Ramondre. <laughs> a trade that, 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 that Dude. we've... Almost forgot. To you talk know about. what? Everybody wanted the Weasel Snake rivalry back in the chat. They didn't want us to roast the league because the league sucks. There you go. There you, know you go. What? It's content. You're welcome. It's content. You're you welcome. Enjoy it. You're welcome. Um, little f- flashback to reality. Everybody in the fantasy league sucks. Um, Murph and I are the best players. Eight and zero, six and two, slap deck. Five and two. Five and two, no, even no, better. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Am I five and two? Hold on. Before I fucking no, I'm five and three because it's been a week. <laughs> You're bad. Never mind. Murph's bad. I'm. You know, you guys all suck. <laughs> yeah, I'm three. I'm three games back. I'm, I'm tied with Brandon, but I want to talk about the Brandon thing when we get to his match. Yeah, let's talk about week seven matchups and let's crank through quick. Eight. No, week seven. We just talked about week seven. We're we're into week eight now. This is week eight. You're right. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's back. It's okay. Uh, I'll start with mine. I'll start with mine. Get out of the way. So lost to Proc. <laughs> lost to Mooney Jockstrap one forty one ten. Um I, I fell victim to um for Proc's team, Wada with thirty one, D Hop thirty-four, uh Ramondre twenty-one and Jones twenty. I mean um, I mean right there he's going hundred points with four guys, and then he really just needed a little bit of cleanup. Josh Allen was seventeen. No one else even had over five. Um which is mediocre on my side. Yeah, I mean Let's slide over to yours real quick. I don't hate your team. I mean, yeah, let's talk. We'll, we'll ditch the quarterback with Trevor Lawrence going in six. But I mean, if we just break down, I'm just going to list through Murph's scores from running back one, and we'll go all the way down to kicker. Let me list out these. Let me list out these scores: running back one down to kicker, 14, 15, 10, 12, 11, 17, 13, 10. No it's single digit. The only single digits was from his fucking quarterback. Yeah. Like great. when you, when I'm a fantasy manager and my all my guys are hitting double digits, I'm not really upset. It's more of just like, why couldn't you get twenty? Yeah. You know, it's not. It's, it's 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 not like uh, you underperformed. It's just like uh, I need a little bit more. It's the know? quarterback spot. It's, yeah. it's just like Trevor Lawrence with six. It's just not going to do it. And Absolutely. I mean, 
Um, this week I got an Eckler on a bye. Um, this week coming up, week nine, I have a Saquon on a bye. After that, um, all my running backs have taken their buys already, so that that have consistency. So I think that was the big problem. It's just like I had to start one of my three receivers. I mean, the only reason DK is in my flex is because um, he was hurt coming in. I mean, Olave with only the five catches, 52 yards, probably the big one. I mean, if I get a 20 point performance out of my quarterback and then Olave throws in a tutty, I mean, it's like a single digit game. You know what I mean? mean so, I mean, yeah. it's, it's close. It's just, I just, I, I couldn't do enough, unfortunately. I mean, it's crazy when you drop, it's literally up to your quarterback. I mean, if your quarterback drops 20 more, your, your 110 goes to 130, and that's a, that's a, that's a great week. Yeah. You don't, you don't, you're not getting upset with a 130 week. So I blame it on your quarterback and I blame it maybe on one of your guys not getting over 20. True. You yeah, know, I didn't have a bomb. Um, and the, a big thing is that like both Bodie and Teddy um, both lost. So I mean, I'm still still in second. I'm tied with Brandon, who again um, we will talk about. Yeah, I mean, it's sliding right over there. You saying Bodie lost? I played Bodie this week, so I'll talk about that. And a little tidbit is, I mean, Teddy at, uh, also was at um, was it five and two going into this week or four and three? It was when- me. Um, no, it, it was um, me, Bodie, and Teddy. You know, Bodie and Teddy were were a game under me. Yeah, word. So I mean, Teddy was four and three, and I mean, he can't. I mean, we lived together, and he was. He came up, and he's like, I mean, honestly, even though you're seven and zero, I mean, I'd rather you just keep winning because it gives me a better opportunity to to get forward. So I mean, me beating Bodie, I mean, it gives you a better, you know, better distance away from the guys below you, and I mean, it helps the guys that are, I mean, Teddy and Brandon and Matt's situation who are one game back, and you know, one game back from Murph in second place, like it helps them. So I mean. For me, I'm happy that I beat Bodie, and for the league, the league's also happy that I beat Bodie because no one's catching me at eight, and no, that's just facts, yeah, right? Three games back is tough, right? No one's catching me. It's all about who's second through sixth. So I mean, if I help even that field, that's what he was saying. So I mean, I beat Bodie one forty to one twenty four. Everyone can slap cock. Kyler Murray finally got a twenty five bomb. <laughs> Dude, my team's so good. I'm about to go to rant. Fuck everybody. Eight and zero. Um, Joe Mixon can drop twelve. That's fine. Miles Sanders can drop uh, thirteen point eight. That's fine. DJ Moore. Everyone can slap cock. Traded for him twenty eight point five. Can slap cock. Uh, um, Amari Cooper traded for him twenty three point one. Another reason why I'm a trading expert and the reason why I'm eight and zero. It's not just luck. It's trades. Um, yeah, I don't, Reece I, ACL shredded. So. Yeah, I mean it's fine. I still he still propelled me to five and zero, six and zero, seven and zero. Um, so, bro, I don't even need Harrison Bryant in my tight end. Not even a fucking. He doesn't even play on the field one snap. It didn't matter. And <laughs> Zero points, and I had negative three from the Chicago D. Still didn't matter. I still dropped one forty, and Kelsey was on a bye. I love. My team. Anyway, Bodie can slap Dick, still dropping 124. I beat him 140 to 124. I mean, the only reason why he lost is because the same reason why yours guys was. I mean, he had, like, his running backs that, that, that did their own. I mean, Dalvin Cook at 26. That was his bomb, right? I mean, but when I drop 140 and he drops 125, he needs a bomb from a second guy. He didn't get it, and that's what happens. You can't be mad when your team puts up 124. Like, it's more just like, ah. Uh, I need a little bit more, and then I win, and that's what happened. So I got the bombs. I mean, I had three guys over 25, and that's what happens. Uh, I think a big thing for Bodie's team is that um, is that Drake London really has dropped off. I mean, what he was a top 10 guy the first three weeks. After the first three weeks, here are his numbers. Three, seven, seven, uh, two, seven. I mean, um, for him, that just really hurts. I mean, we, we talked about injuries before. I mean, um, Amon Ross finally back only at 13. Keenan Allen was on a bye, but it's been hurt. I mean... I think Bodie's team is still in a good spot, but I mean, like dropped off a little bit. And for you, like we can't really expect Foreman to have thirty-two again. Um, no, I mean, if Chuba's out again, then maybe it happens. But Chuba's back healthy next week, so yeah. And then, and then DJ Moore, I mean, he got 
what like nine points off that or or, or seven point or, or whatever. No, he probably got twelve points off that last catch, off that last touchdown pass. Yeah, and I'm gonna be real. I don't think DJ Moore drops um, twenty eight point five often, but I think that he is finally coming back to what he was before. And again. Not a 28.5 player. But I think he is a clear wide receiver, two of your team. Like, you have no worries anymore. Like, there was an eight-week period between last year and this year from, like, the last four weeks of the last season to the first four weeks of this season where DJ Moore was terrible, right? But the first six weeks of the last season, right, and now this season is starting. He's starting to perform like he was last season. So if I get that type of DJ Moore – I think that's wide receiver two value. I'm happy with it. I'm happy with the trade. And the same thing with Amari Cooper. If I could have three with Debo, Amari Cooper, and DJ Moore, those are three quality wide receiver twos across the board. It's you know, not, no stars, not. no Stefan Diggs, no Cooper Cups, right? I don't have that. But just three studs that can hold their own. I like it a lot. I just think when Marquise Brown comes back, you just have kind of like. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's not a, it's a better problem to have than having no options, but you have a lot of options. That's I mean, it. you're going to have Marquise Brown, um, you're going to have Debo, you're going to have DJ Moore, you're going to have Mari Cooper. Um, and I mean, um, if Foreman drops off a little bit, then I mean, you're going to have to pick three of those guys, um, which I mean, it, it's, it's a little easier to, to ping the dartboard with, with two darts or with three darts rather than two. But I don't know. I, I just think that, that like, I think all your guys are, are wide receiver twos. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, no ones. But twos. Definitely, Bobby's definitely. Which, I mean, it's not about a bad problem to have. I mean, like, it's not great that, but it's depth at that. Um, uh, but I think I think that the form and piece is kind of your... Um, yeah, I need I need a quality running back three. Yeah, because, I mean, um, even Sanders, I mean, like we even talked about before, you were a little nervous about about Sanders. I mean, like, he gets volume every week. He had a touchdown this week. I mean, he, he's had double digits every week, but two. I mean, yeah, I mean there's well, consistency there. there. Just, well, there's no kidding here. I mean, it's like a running back for the Ravens or a running back for a mobile quarterback. I mean, it's just it's just not it's not going to be super heavy on the running. Like you're not going to get a crazy amount of attempts because the running backs going the, the the quarterbacks going to take it away. I mean, you've seen it with Lamar. I mean, you've seen it with Hurts already. I mean, Miles Sanders only gets like 14, 15 attempts per game. That's so much different than the average bell cow back for a team who gets like twenty. It's not bad, but I mean, like if he's your running back too, I mean that's that's a little weak. It's a little weak. So I mean, I feel like you have a lot of depth. I just I just don't know. I mean, like it's it's pretty quality depth, but like you don't have like. Yeah. I need to make one more trade to make myself feel like a championship team. Right now, I'm definitely a playoff team. I want to feel like a championship team. Yeah, you have to consolidate some of your depth. I think yeah. you just gotta find something good coming. But I mean, a win's a win, um, no matter how you get it. So I mean, eight and zero, slap fucking cocks. To listen, I love and I appreciate the respect that I have been finally getting from the chat. Eight and zero is impressive. The snake hasn't admitted it yet, but he will once I beat his. I did, motherfucker. I literally <laughs> put it in in the thing. I said you're one win away from my undefeated record. So relax. And you know what? And my final statement before I stop roasting everybody about it is through the first three weeks, I would 100% associate it with luck. I was lucky to be 3-0. But the past six weeks have been associated with great trades, great pickups. You have the most points for and you have the most, yes. well, you, you have the most like wins if you played every team. You know, yes. So. so I associate the last six weeks with my skill, the first three weeks with luck, uh, two, first two to three weeks with luck, overall 8-0. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And yeah, slapdick. Yeah, fuck off. All right, well, let's go to the game of the week, Teddy and Buse. Um, so, Teddy, after losing to me um, in week seven. Um, Must win for him. Like, uh, 
he really needed this win unless he wanted to slide into the, into the fucking four and four yeah. like death pit. Yeah. And then the commission put up one seventy on him, so he lost one sixty nine to one thirteen. I mean, I'll, I'll chat about Buse's team. I mean, Dak um, coming back into some is into some even more than Dak form. I mean, I feel like Dak's like fairly middle of the pack, like high in the middle of the pack, but he had twenty five. But the bombs are 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 what won it for him. I mean, McCaffrey forty. Etn twenty six, AJ Brown forty with three tutties. I mean, I'm the, after that everything else is pretty mediocre. I mean, Ertz had double digits again, which he's done pretty much every single week. Feeling with twelve, but I mean, it, it's really his quarterback, his two backs, and then AJ Brown really won the week for him. Can I say one thing about his team? Yes. As a guy that's abuse with his team, he has like four such great spots. Dak at quarterback, that's tradable. Christian McCaffrey at running back, that's tradable. Travis Etienne running back, tradable. AJ Brown, wide receiver, tradable. Like not just like a little bit. Like he can get a lot of value for those guys, right? And he has like one hole, like that wide receiver two flex option. Like if he just makes one trade for one of those big guys and gets a solid two guys, like he could do it. Like he could really make his way into the playoffs. And he has solid guys. Like let's say he gets rid of Etienne and gets right. He still has the he still has the hold from McCaffrey. He still gets a good running back too from that trade. And let's say he gets a better flex option, right? I think that's what he needs. And I've reached out to him. I can't be the only one. And he's yet to make a trade with people for guys for his starting lineup. Like he made one trade for with Teddy. Like I think personally, he's like he's one of the only guys that uh, him and Mike are like the two guys on the bottom that are like one trade away, one move away, whatever it is, from being like one of those top 16s and like really ruining things. For me, he's one of them. So I I think that like this this 170 isn't consistent, but I think with one trade away, it is. That's me. It's just tough because he's put up like 170 twice this year. So I mean – I think I think from his perspective, and then like I've I've chatted with him out a little bit, but then also like just looking at him, if you put up one seventy one eighty like two times, even though you've had some down weeks, it's hard to sit there and be like, wow, I should make a move because I mean like the, the ceiling is obviously the ceiling is one of the highest. Just the yeah. floors. I mean, I haven't dropped one seventy yet. Yeah, he's. I, I'm pretty sure he's done it twice. If not, I've gotten close to doing it twice. So so I mean, I, I get I get the reservations. I mean, um, I think the hope for him is that. With Etienne popping off, and and then and then McCaffrey settling yeah. in with the Niners, that he just kind of. So I asked you, Snake. Let me ask you: If you sit there at two and six or three and five, whatever he is, right? Three and five, three and six, whatever he is, whatever his record is, and you see your team dropping one seventy twice, you sit or you make a trade. See, if I'm him, I'm probably trading high on um, on Brown. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm like. I said, yeah, I'm, trading I'm, I'm high not, one of the guys. I'm, I'm not trading McCaffrey or Etienne for anything at all, personally, just because the backs are backs. Word. But I mean, um, if he, if he could somehow trade Brown, I mean, even then though, it's just kind of tough. And I mean, I think a big thing, not even a big thing, but something kind of underrated to look at is um is he has Jeff Wilson that just got traded to Miami. I mean, it's not been great running the ball. Jeff Wilson's done it was with the Niners a couple times here. I mean, and then he also picked up Garrett Wilson. I mean, he has two guys that if, if either of those guys, I mean, hope, I mean, for him, hopefully both, but if either of those guys start to pop off, then I mean, either his flex is filled or his wide receiver two is filled. So, I mean, I think like there's an avenue for him to start the claw and he sees him when his team's ceiling is already with these studs. Yeah. It's, uh, you make right a trade or you sit, you sit, you sit. Okay. Like from between weeks eight and nine, I would say. Fair. Okay. Just to see what happens. Because I mean, 
it's just tough to sit there and be like, yeah, I trade after a league where I put up. I agree. You know, I'm not. I'm not sitting here saying you're crazy. I, I, I see his point. I, like, my, I, on my side, I just say that. I mean, Buse, you're one piece away from being like. I sit here and say still that there's like five, six teams that really have it, and you're on that cusp, right? He's he's really like touching. Like after that 170 point, I probably the Etienne put, thing is, yeah, is really. Massive. I really put him in this. Uh, I really now I put him in the top six teams for sure. But how do you make yourself a top three team? You know, it's it's the constantly how do you bump your team up? And I don't think his team right now, yes, it drops 170 every now and then. It's top heavy. Right? But, like, what's going to happen when you have to play four playoff games in a row? Three playoff games in a row. Is he going to drop at consistent numbers? I mean, you just got to make the dance, bro. Right. Listen, I'm not saying fuck his team. I'm not saying that. But does his team drop enough points to win three games in a row? That's what I'm asking. Or does he need to make a trade to do that? I think he needs to make a trade. The snake says no. Uh, I I don't even think it's about the playoffs. I think in the playoffs, like he could, but like you have to make the playoffs first. No, I think it's it's very important that you have a team that can, can that can contribute three weeks in a row. Because as a guy that's been there, and you have been there too, like it's not the it's not the team that had like it's rarely the team that pops like that has like a mysterious pop off and gets there. Like it's the it's the best team. And that's just fact. No, 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 no. No, I, I, I think it's about a guy that randomly pops off. But I, I think you can't tell me you can't sit there. There's been five winners, four winners in the past. We've done this four years. Do you? Th- you can't sit there and tell me that out of the four winners that you that you don't think that those four winners have had one of the top three teams. If they've had outside the top three teams, I don't that's, know. I really, I really. I, I think that, that I mean, Prox team the first year was by far the best, like by far. And then the, the year that you won, your your team was by far the best, right? Maybe you can talk about Buse's six and seven season being the one that was iffy, but then you even make points about his team being one of the best points for teams. So during the season, his team was still one of the best. I I think that the, the the conversation is getting to playoffs, but like Buse's team is two and six. You can't be thinking about playoffs at all. Ex- so that's why you can't be thinking about playoffs at all. He has to be thinking about winning now. now. Now I think I think this team if Buse was four and four right now, I'd be like, do not touch your team. Really? Uh, at all. Okay. He was 4-4. Right. Right. But he's 2-6. That's like, why I think you got to make touches to it. Because this team maybe wins you a couple more games right now. But is it a team that wins you six games out of – or five games out of your next seven? No, no. I, I, like, like, I think there's like – I think he's, he's thinking about making a trade, but especially like selling one of these guys at 40. But also I'm just saying like you have to understand that after putting up 170, it's hard to be like, yeah, make a trade. You know what I'm saying? I mean, sure. like, if you put up 170 and, and, and A.J. Brown just put up 40, like, like that would be like this too. I'm like, I don't want to trade this guy. Sure. But like, I feel like it's, it's tough to get off a guy that just put up 40, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, but like, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say don't make a trade, but I'm just saying like I don't think he's thinking about making a trade this week because he just put up one side. Fair. Okay. All right. All right. Let's lay back in the matchups. I mean, I'm him. Another lucky draw against uh, D1's finest. He wins. He kind of needed that win. Um, he bumped up to second place. Yeah, I mean, made. his team has been going down, 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 and with the win, it boosts him back up into playoff contention. Worst team out of the top six. I'm going to say it again. Worst team. Yeah. He's right. lucky to be there. I hope – that he stays because it's going to be great for me, and I hope he's in my side. I'd love to pull, pull Brandon in the playoffs. Not Absolutely. Brandon and Nick. Uh, or, talk about or, Nick oh, oh, I'm him. No, at least I'm trying. Yeah. My bad. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, no. He needed that. He needed this he, win. He needed the win for sure. And uh, D1's finest is the worst team by far, 99 points. He's dropped side every single week. Fuck him. Z, your team's bad. I offered you multiple trades. You won't trade. Cooper Cup's your only good player. Trade him. 
Oh my god. He got hurt this past week with an ankle. It, like he didn't practice on Wednesday. I mean, I mean your value is going down. Like every the only trading opportunity you have, Zach Harris, is Cooper Cup and his value is continuously going down. Like I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I mean I don't he, know like two weeks ago he could have gotten so much. Yeah. And now if you come to me with a Cooper Cup trade, I'm probably gonna say no. I offered him one today and he said no, I'm like I'm done. I mean, and the, I mean, even after the caddy comes back, like his team is still not good. Yeah. I mean, like after the caddy, like what David Montgomery is second back, and Khalil Herbert's looked way better. I mean, what you got Judy, who who like uh, a touchdown saved, like a like a fairly average week. His team's just not good. I mean, it's just not. I mean, um, Cam Akers is just bad. It, I mean, um, he's just. Um, like thought he was gonna get traded. The fact that he didn't get mm-hmm. traded is not great. And then he has Daryl. It's just his team is not good. Like yeah. if he wants, if he wants a- any sort of like inkling of a chance, he's just got to trade. And he has Taysom Hill in his tight end. <laughs> Enjoy him, bud. Enjoy him. He's not putting up thirty five again. I can tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah your team's bad. See, I'm just gonna skip right over it. And um, yeah, you're bad. Uh, you're gonna lose a lot of games. You're like Mike two years ago, just like two and ten. That's. I mean, you're lucky you won three. Just terrible. Yeah. Um. And to the last game. Well, who did we not touch? I feel like there was one game. Or, or, or wait, wait, wait. Um. Uh. Real quick for next team. Tony Pollard at 131 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, he's today. that guy. I said that in the chat. He if he if he didn't get the starting spot, he's just one week away from getting it for over Zeke. The offense just looks better with Tony Pollard, bro. He's it does. Insane. It does. I mean, um, I like even with Tony Pollard going off, I'm just still not scared. Next team. I mean, he's got. Hurts oh, no. and Pollard That's and it. then Mike Evans. I mean, and then he, a touch he has Devontae Adams too, but the Raiders' offenses just look bad. They look horrific. Devontae Adams was not hurt and had one catch for three yards. Yeah, week. exactly. On five targets. Like, that's just not going to do it for you, bud. Wouldn't happen under Aaron Rodgers. Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. Terrible. Um, all right, so before – so we have two No, matchups. we have one more matchup left. And it's before the, Brandon's. That's that's it. No, we've touched no, every single one. No, we have one. New Jersey jockstraps and diabetes boys. We have Mike against Jake. I thought we talked about that. No, we didn't. So, uh, so the jockstraps, I'm moving now, moving up to three and four, a game out of 500. Uh, beat diabetes boys, 139 and 119. Pretty high-scoring game for, um, for both teams. I like Mike's team. I think Jake's team is ass. Um, like with Mike's team, it's anchored. It was anchored by the backs this week. Um, for the most part, as it usually will be. I mean, Kamara with forty-two with the three touchdowns. He looked fucking unstoppable, dude. Kamara being back the way he was before is just so big for Mike, dude. Kamara such a good back. Yeah, and the, and then Chubb with twenty-six. I mean, he's he's the top three back. He's he's been pretty steady with that all year. Um, and I mean, he, he left a good amount of points on his bench too. I mean, Gibson with twenty. Um, Don Schultz with 13. I mean, he wasn't going to start him over Andrews, but just even there still. So, I mean, Mike with 140. I mean, it's really good for him. Also, um, in his flex, he had Jacoby Myers, yep. who is, um, other than Ramondre, like the most consistent, the most solid option for the Patriots offense. Oh, my um, God. I love Jacoby Myers, bro. Yeah, I don't see it changing. I mean, um, I mean, he, he's, he was hurt two weeks, but other than that, he's at double digits, 10, 18, 25, 10, 11, 21. Yep. I mean, for a flex guy, when, what more do you really want there? Um, and um, even with Mark Andrews, I mean, he made that big trade with you for Mark Andrews. Even with Mark Andrews on a down week, still had 140. So I mean, talk about Mark Andrews right quick. Why I love my trades. Um, boost my trade self. Mark Andrews was just averaging 20 points a game. Past two weeks, dog, just has been bombing. 
0.4 last week and the week before, and then this week only 6.3. He's been dinged. I mean, I'm reading it right now. Um, uh, Harbaugh said he's had shoulder and ankle injuries, but he but they're both mi- I mean they're both minor. He's been practicing, but like those are still a thing. So I think that that's part of it too. But but regardless, you're right. I mean, the numbers have been. Not good since since you traded him. I mean, and and, and you, one you more, got pretty lucky. And with one that. more side thing, and just talking about real NFL here. I mean, when sure. you really just mark Mark Andrews and contain the run with the Ravens and Lamar, that's when that's when they've lost. I mean, when when Mark Andrews isn't getting twenty five points or plus, that's when they've lost. Like they've yeah, lost they've lost three games this year, four games this year. I don't know which one it is. I don't know if they've lost three or four, but I know for a fact they they've lost like to the Giants. I mean, they lost last week or the week to Cleveland when he got point four. Like when he, when Mark Andrews doesn't produce, they don't win. So I mean, offense is going forward or defense is going forward. They just have to mark Mark Andrews. I mean, that's how they beat the Ravens. So if they do that, Mark Andrews won't produce. The Ravens won't produce. Who knows how many times that happens down the stretch? That's why I traded them. Yeah, I saw it once in uh, week four against Buffalo. Like when they contained Mark Andrews. I mean, the Buffalo's even the Buffalo's offense looked are not Buffalo. The Ravens' offense looked trash. I mean. Yeah, that was just me. That's why I traded him. No, I feel you. I mean, I mean, um, even that being said, I think I'm having Andrews with Mike's team. I mean, he, he traded some depth to you, but I think his starting lineup is pretty solid. I mean, three and four. I mean, he's, he's a game out of that big pack of 500, which I mean, a couple of those teams are, um, that are in that pack now are going to make the playoffs, and Mike could too if he keep if he continues to win. Mike has one of the top five teams, so I mean, if he better than Nick, who's in the contention, I think he's better than his team. Brandon's in contention for playoffs. I think he's better than Brandon's team. True. So I mean, there's I mean, opportunity. Opportunity for Mike. Him and him and him and Buse have the two teams that are in the bottom that have a shot to make it and be a problem for True. everybody else. True. I mean, um, j- just quickly looking at Jake's team. Uh, I mean, he had Mahomes on a buy. So sorry, Geno Smith. We paid out uh, yeah twenty six dollars for. Um, <laughs> I mean, um, Geno is the seventh ranked quarterback. He's been great, but I mean, um, I mean, it didn't do enough this week. Twenty from him. Um, we got Kenny Walker coming off a um, uh, off a thirty point week only with twelve. I mean, you know Benjamin coming off a 20, 20 point week with eight. Um, Jay Jetta just not a fantastic week, fifteen point eight. I mean, like it, from any receiver perspective, that's great. But I mean, if that's your your number one guy, it's not really yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I get what you're saying. Yes, yeah, so not enough there. I mean, um, Ayuk has been good for him, and then also Pitts finally popping off um, with nineteen. Um, so I mean, there's there's a sign of life for Jake's team, um, but I just I don't know I just don't really see this team doing too much yeah. unless Kenny Walker po- continues to pop off and Jay Jetta really drops some bombs and pitch can like can pick it up too. Yeah, I mean I think I think you just said it right there. I mean the dependence on so many guys on guys that just haven't been producing this year means just problems for him. I mean IU has been good. But is he going to be good through the next six weeks with CMC being there? Debo hasn't been great. I mean, who's the wide receiver one? I mean, it's not Ayuk. I'm sorry. Like no, it's Debo. Right? So, I mean, those targets for Ayuk, I'm I'm, I assume go down. That's just me. So, I mean, that I see goes down. I mean, his running backs aren't strong with Benjamin as his, as his running back too. So, that's what I see. I mean, he's so dependent on guys that I just don't see to being dependable on. I mean, Ayuk. I mean, Kyle Pitts has been iffy. I mean, he needs Brandon Cooks in his flex. Those are three guys that are just uh, – and then you talk about Benjamin and his wide, running back too. I mean, that's another guy that you just need to produce. It's just iffy. So, I mean, just so many iffy guys for him that if they do produce, could get him a week. But, 
like I said, if you're if you're looking to make playoffs, you need those guys to produce for three, four weeks straight. I don't think they do. Yeah. So that's why I just don't see that team being good. And same thing for the reason why I think he's going to struggle in, if he makes the loser bracket. Because I mean, when I said those players don't produce for two weeks, then he's in the garbage bowl. Like he's right there. So yeah. I mean, that's why I don't like it. That's 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 my take. Yep, and then I was, uh, I did misspeak. Um, Mike is uh, Mike and Jake both are three and five. Um, so, so, so they're not a game out of five hundred, but they are a game under the four and four teams. And there's um, six four and four teams, so or five maybe. One, two, three, four. There's five teams. Yeah. So I mean, um, it, 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 even with even with a win being under five hundred, that they still could be in the playoff picture. Just depending on how the chips fall. Absolutely. So, I, I think I think Mike and Jake's team are on two different different. Uh, Trajectories. I think Mike's on the upswing. Jake's on the downswing. Uh, they have the same record, but I mean, if I had to bet money, I think Mike ends up with a better record Absolutely. this year. Absolutely. Let's go to the last one and the, probably the most talkative one before we have this. Sure. And this pod. Brandon and at least I'm trying Matt Higgins. Sure. Brandon gets the win at 135, and when Matt Higgins only gets 100, and that seems to be his theme all year. I mean, I mean, his team's producing enough to always get him the dubs, but the teams that he's play, playing are just. Not putting up the points, and I can tell you based off experience how great that feels. Yeah, I mean, um, with Brandon's team, um, uh, his points for is second worst. Am, am I bugging? Am I bugging? I think it's no. the worst. No, yeah, his points for is is second worst, um, but his points against is the very worst. Um, if you compare them to all the other teams, let me find that little slide that Buse has. Um, if he played every other team um, for every single week, he has the second worst record, thirty-one and fifty-seven. That's ten under um, Jake with the with the tenth worst. So I mean, Brandon's sitting at um, the second least points for, and he's tied for second place. Yep. I mean, if that doesn't scream luck, I don't know, know what does. I mean, I think that just says it's just not sustainable. Um, I mean, um, for his team in terms of the breakdown this week, uh, two over thirty and Derek Henry thirty-seven really held it down. Um, I mean, he had a big touchdown by Taylor McLaurin at the end of the week. He had CD with 18. Other than that, no one else really did too, too much. Um, so he had 135. I think it's a little deceiving by the um, by by the uh, the two bombs he dropped. Um, I think it was Matt. Wait, wait. wait um, you want to talk about Matt's team actually before I? Yeah, I will. I mean, let's talk. Let's break it down real quick. Daniel Jones is QB. That was just because. Aaron, I mean, he was trying to test out something different because Aaron Rodgers hasn't been really uh, producing. I was saying his quarterback status is uh, Matt's quarterback status is pretty bad. He has to play either Aaron Rodgers, been trash, or uh, Daniel Jones, who's just whatever. Let's talk about the more important thing, which is his running backs. They've been producing, but they we just all know that they will not produce like that forever, and they just didn't this week, and that's why he lost. I mean, Josh Jacobs is seven point four is really who he is. I mean, those three thirty bombs in a row is not. I mean, I'm, it was tough this week too because the Raiders a lot got literally shut out. Um, by the Saints, and we're down a couple scores. I mean, if you look at the, the touch count, um, in the weeks before this week, um, his touches were 28, 21, and 20, all 30-point weeks. This week, he only had 10 on the ground and four catches. Um, so I think that, that that's definitely something to point out, too. Uh, but that being said, like I don't think Josh Jacobs is a 30-point. I mean, week the back, only reason you know? why he produces when the Raven or when the Raiders produces an offense, and they're not. So, like, I just have to assume that in the next six weeks, seven weeks, do the Raiders perform great out of them? Like, I don't know. Like, and then if they perform great, is Josh Jacobs also a result of that greatness? Like, not always was that the case before, and who knows if that's the case going forward. He was the past three weeks. I don't know. 
So, but in my personal opinion, I don't put him as a top six back, top seven back, the way where, where he is ranked right now. I put him more towards the teens. Um, and Monster's not a good running back right now, and he has been performing good, but won't continue that. And and the Dolphins just added uh, another right. former run, or Niners yeah. running back in Jeff Wilson. Exactly. So. so, like, I just don't see great progress with his running backs going forward. But his, his wide receivers are good. He's got Godwin, Tyreek, love that. And he's got Najee in his flex just in case one of those running backs don't produce what I just said. And we'll go back and forth about the Najee thing. He's still a decent back. He still gets you 10 points a week. If anything, he's a flex option, which is still good to have. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I don't love Matt's team right now, but if his team does pop, I I mean, it's a 160 team, just like we say with, with Buse's team. I mean, Josh Jacobs could drop 30. Tyreek could drop 30. Godwin could drop 30. Najee could drop 20. I mean... That's a 140-point week. I mean, I'm scared of his team, but I don't think, again, like, I don't think that team can drop enough points to win four, four weeks in a row to give him a chip. Yeah, I mean, he's 4-4, four and four, so he's still in the hunt. I mean, yeah. there's no saying that, that, he, that he can't make the playoffs. So. That's, but that's what I said. I'm more worried about Brandon's team. I think that this team is getting pretty lucky for the way he is. He gets no points against him. I felt that way through the first three weeks of the game. Like, my team did not put up any points. I was getting lucky with points against I. I had nobody scoring over 100 points, you know, and I feel like that's his that's his way right now. I mean, the past four weeks, teams aren't really putting up points against him, so that's fair. And um, uh, Brandon does have Nick this week. Um, I think looking at the teams on paper, I think I like Brandon's team better. I mean, um, with Nick having he has Pollard and he has Kittle on a bye, um, so I mean he has to start some 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 pretty suspect options here. <laughs> Um, but I think um, so. I think Brandon on paper again could, could come out with another win against a team that doesn't not play that isn't playing very right. well. So, so I, mean, I mean, even though the team doesn't look good, I mean he's in second place. A little bit more luck, a little bit more luck thrown his way. Exactly. All right. Yeah, that was a lot of talking and a lot of uh, back and forth with the weasel and the snake. We're fuck sorry. the fab. Don't even want to talk about it. Whatever. I picked up Mariota. That's all that matters. I'm taking Nacho over Madre all day. Yeah, you can slap it, bro. I, I, I need chatter in the in the group chat for that. I'm the weasel. I'm the snake. Goodbye. Hey, goodbye. Where the fuck is the mouse? Goodbye. <laughs>